0: You heard from Elizabeth Herbner in the last episode, as she shared some of the wisdom she's gotten from previous guests on the Courage of a Leader podcast. That was a really nice way to underscore pragmatic, universal, and extremely valuable insights and guidance we've heard. In this episode, Elizabeth shares guidance from her yoga practice and the real-life examples of how she and others put it into practice to best serve themselves and those around them. Play along, and as you listen, identify what's most important for you to practice in your life and identify how to do so. Practice your own wisdom For improved satisfaction and results for you and your team and the work that you do. Welcome to the Courage of a Leader podcast. This is where you hear real life stories of top leaders achieving extraordinary results and you get practical advice and techniques you can immediately apply for your own success. This is where you will get inspired and take bold, courageous action. I'm so glad you can join us. I'm your host, Amy Riley. Now, are you ready to step into the full power of your leadership and achieve the results you care about most? Let's ignite the courage of a leader. I am delighted to be here today with Elizabeth, who I'm super honored is a regular, consistent listener of the Courage of a Leader podcast that absolutely delights me. So I think of Elizabeth as number one listener. (laughs) And Elizabeth, you know that's something I've admired about you for a long time. I think it's super inspiring and an amazing life skill is that you are able to tune into yourself to see what you need and tune out to the world and find the resources that will best support you, help you get where you're going, support you in a
1: moment. Let's just dive right in and get started on um, the top 10s and how I how I came to these. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I was prepping for the podcast and I, I had this idea and this vision of what I want to talk about and I'm finalizing things yesterday and I think I've got a great handle on it and I have my aha moment of like, yoga is such a big part of this. Let's take that first practice of the yamas and niyamas of yoga. And I know that sounds kind of woo. -woo. People think of yoga as being like, Oh, I'm going to yoga class. I'm doing the physical poses and the asana Mm -hmm. practice. And that's, that's one part of eight other parts of yoga. So the the yamas and the niyamas are like the first, the foundation of the actual practice of yoga. So um, the first five things are the yamas and they are kind of like our, our social norms, like our outer world behaviors that we practice. And we're going to walk through those and I'll tell you how they relate to creating that space. The second five are the Niyamas or something that you and I are very familiar with as those um, inner world personal practices. Okay. <laughs> so, I just thought this was a beautiful way to incorporate my yoga journey with your podcast listeners and and your leaders who may, you know, may take a little something from, from my guest appearance. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I'm ready. Okay. So number one, we call Ahimsa. Okay. Um that's nonviolence. So that's why a lot of yogis are vegan, vegetarian. Okay. Uh, but it also, as you and I have done our work together, I like to call it utilizing balance to allow ourselves and others grace as we maneuver the ebbs and flows of life. So, like you right. always, you always had, you know, don't do the double whammy where you feel bad about feeling bad. This is that practice of like being nice to yourself being nice to the gentlemen that are taking up the track mm-hmm. you know being nice to your kindergarten teacher who pointed out your efficiency <laughs> <laughs> it's not
0: not the assignment amy yes okay i love i love that and it and it's the the, the nonviolence it's the compassion out to others and mm-hmm. to ourselves
1: yes cuz compassion is not complete if it does not include yourself mm, well said uh, the second one we call satya or truthfulness. Okay. This one for me is like what really resonates with you and your podcast is that authenticity. You know mm-hmm. that that's huge for me. And so that's what I kind of put for the truthfulness is like, you know, when you're in the flow, your physical body, your mental capacities, those are all connected with you living as your like highest self. Mm. I know when I go to the grocery store that if I buy pop tarts, that's definitely not serving my highest self. And I'm going to practice some compassion that I don't eat them all the time.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is a treat. Yeah.
1: Yes. So that's the authentic part. Like knowing that, yeah, like carrots are going to be healthier than eating this candy corn, but you know, you're just going to, kind of accept it and move along or, you know, when you feel bad, like I had a very uncomfortable work situation, as you know, a, a while ago and it, in two different work scenarios and, and it was hard and it was uncomfortable, but there wasn't a different way for me to go about it because of how I needed to be in that situation.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: like, mm-hmm. it's, it's the kind of like, you can go, you can rest your head on the pillar. You can look yourself in the mirror and know that you did what you needed to do. That authenticity of of that behavior so
0: ah, yeah, okay, true feel this I'm also hearing like true to your own values and mm-hmm. what's important to you, okay, great
1: because I you know I always tell people I, I've lost a job and I would rather lose a job and be true to myself mm. than have stayed at a place that there was an authentic feeling,
0: yeah, that's misalignment,
1: yes, 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 yeah. Moving along, our third Yama is asteya or non-stealing. So I like to, Ramdas says, be here now. You oh know, that God. presence, that practice of presence. You don't want to, you know, be thinking about balancing your checkbook or your client meeting that you had earlier. You know, so just that, that practicing presence. And that's, again, what helps create that space that you need. Uh-huh. And so it's that, and that's, it, we call it practice. It's not yoga. Perfect. It's yoga practice. All of yeah. these things are something we practice, mm-hmm. we, you know, that's, that's why I love yoga and the practice of yoga is because I'm, I'm going to learn it until the day I die. And I will never even have covered just this, the smallest piece of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that practice. And you, were, and you were present with yourself on your run. You were like, I'm having a great run. You know, you weren't, you, you know, you got a little distracted with those gentlemen, but then you came back, I'm having a great run. I'm going to focus on that. You were practicing presence. Mm
0: -hmm. The power of that.
1: Yes. Uh, Number four brahmacharya. So yeah, (laughs) it's mostly non-excess. So like not eating the whole box of pop tarts. Um, a lot of times in yoga, this is, it coincides with celibacy. So not being excessive in certain aspects of your life. I like to just call it though, again, that practicing balance in all areas of your life. So like you tend to go in seasons of your life, like, or um, training seasons, you know, and we, and we have different, you know, like you and I are in midlife, I'm going to say, and that's a busy time for people and that's okay. So, like, if you feel like you're busy, it's, you know, because you're you're bringing up your children, but you're also taking care of your elderly parents. And, you know, it's it's, a, it's just naturally a busy time because your career is at its highest and you're at your prime and it's just, you know, busy. And that's okay. Like, you know, when we're younger, we have less things to worry about because that's our growing time. That's a more laid back time. And then when we're older, again, it gets a little slower and that's okay, too. So just honoring the different seasons of your life and different balancing practices of of working on your ultra marathon running versus you know now I want to I want to incorporate my family more into that plan and mm. and and balancing it's that balancing act
0: beautiful, Elizabeth. This has me thinking about how it serves us to look at balance in a bigger picture. Like sometimes a day, an hour, a week even might not feel balanced in the different areas of our lives and the different roles that we choose to play. But how does that look over a larger period of time? And or how are you intentionally choosing? I think I've said this to you before uh, when my um, dad was in the midst of pretty significant health issues. I know I had a week where I decided I'm gonna be an amazing daughter this week. Mom, wife, not so much, <laughs> right? But I've got a I've got a great partner. So I know my 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 husband will handle the you know our home front, but my parents need me this week. Yeah right? Yeah. So the balance is shifting there and it's intentional. And when we allow that to be a choice, I'm not going to say I didn't have any guilt that week, right? Or weeks that looked like that um, for a period of time. I knew it was a choice, right? And it created some some space for it to be what it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Lovely. Yes. I've, I've been apologizing to some of my friends because I prioritize spending time with dad yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't really feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's the choice
1: mm-hmm.
0: for this period yeah. of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, a good analogy to the, the non-excess and the creating balance. Yeah. I, again, that big picture thought of yeah, just, everything's temporary. <laughs> yeah indeed indeed uh the number 5 the, the fifth yama the outer world behavior is a aparigraha or non possessiveness non greed which is really hard in our capitalist society <laughs> where we're inundated with images of everything and you know um, like just advertisement and it, so it's the other the other thing i like to say is like it's the non um it's really easy to, when you're in yoga class, especially to like look around and be like, oh, like they're so much more flexible here. Oh, they're not really doing that pose correctly. Did yoga with my friend when I was visiting her and uh, we use the Peloton app. And I was like, I love doing yoga at home because I'm not distracted with all these people and other things. Like it's nice to, to just be in my home and not go anywhere and have that outer world distraction. I can just focus on me and what I need. Um, So Baron Baptiste, one of my favorite yogis, has this phrase called try easy. And so I like to associate it with this non-greed, non-possessive, like try easy. Like, (sighs) yes, right? (laughs) Doesn't that feel nice? Yeah. Use that on your next long run. Try easy. Try easy.
0: (laughs) Well, and I I think that's what I chose in that Mm -hmm. moment. Like Like I chose ease
1: Pick your battles.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Elizabeth, I had planned to ask you, like, um, how do you do this? Like, right? Like, how do you do a good job of intentionally creating space and creating what you want in your life? How do you tune in and tune out uh, to what's available? And um, I think you're answering this with your top 10 list. So, I'm going to, I'm not going to have the yogi words right, (laughs) but I'm going (laughs) to review now the uh, Yamas and invite all of the listeners in this moment to look to like, what are the distinctions? What are the ways of thinking about what's going on in our lives in the moment that will help you tune into what is gonna serve you? So number one was the nonviolence, that using balance, that using compassion with others and with ourselves. Uh, Number two was the truthfulness, the authenticity, right? What brings your highest self? When and how are you in the flow? You're being true to your own values. Three was the be here now. Practicing presence. Mm -hmm. I I love that. Rather than be present, practice presence. Keep bringing your mind back, right? That allows us to listen to ourselves Mm -hmm. and to others. Number four was the non-excess. Having yep. balance in all areas, having balance in the bigger picture, choosing what that balance looks like in a moment, and five was non-possessiveness. Right, try easy, try not comparing. Right, mm-hmm. it's just so easy. Like, oh, they have that. I need that. We need this gadget. Um, you know, all the kids need Spotify. Yes, <laughs> everybody else has it, but yet yeah, intentional choosing, not getting, not getting caught up in. I don't know. The avalanche was the yeah. image that just came into my mind because it's going on around us. Yes. Yeah. We raised kids, Elizabeth, and I'm not saying that they did not have screen time and technology time, but we never had an iPad in our house. We never had like that portable iPad. It's possible. It's possible yeah. not some, you know, and some some families might not choose that. Right. <laughs> right? But yeah, f- finding our our way to navigate
1: Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So there's six through (laughs) ten.
1: Yes. We. So this is more of those. So that's kind of like how we maneuver the outer world, and now we're going to come to ourselves and how how do we practice this ourselves? So, um, the first niyama is uh, saucha or purity. So this, this is coming to the highest self-philosophy in Ayurveda, which is yoga's sister science. We call it like right intention followed by right action or mm. using your inner wisdom. And you can see how it kind of relates to a lot of those that we talked about with the yamas. Mm-hmm. And these are yamas. Yes. Got it. Uh, number seven is santosha. This is, this is probably my favorite one. It means contentment. Okay. And again, Baron Baptiste comes to mind with his, he has a, a little phrase like, relax with what is.
0: Mm. I mean, I am I hearing some acceptance there? Yes. To like just say accepting what's so.
1: Well, if you think about what contentment means, the definition of being content, just ac- accepting that situation and, and, Kind of doing, I, I'm, you know, think of Martin Luther King as well. Like, wow. so what if you're a janitor? Be the best janitor you can be. And that's kind of my evolution is like, I stepped down from leadership roles originally not by choice, but I then I was like, I like the support role. This is where I fit. This is where I belong. Like, I really accepted it and I became extremely content. Um, and I tell people that the, the job I have now is the hardest job I've ever had. And it took me, I've been there nine years it took me at least six, maybe seven to feel content mm. with it. Mm. So it's a, definitely a practice.
0: Yeah, another <laughs> practice, right? I feel like um, this one is making me think about the pandemic mm-hmm. and how the pandemic shifted all of our worlds. And, and, and for many of us, it was like oh, accepting what's happening, what environment looks like, and, and then being able to get to choice. I know I went through that journey.
1: That was a journey. <laughs> that we're still oh, on. Yeah. We're still all <laughs> yes, of me yes. evolving. Of, evolving.
0: of stupid, stupid COVID.
1: Uh, number eight is Tapas, uh, which is probably my second favorite. Um, it's self-discipline or training your senses. Ooh. So this is where you're like, I need that, okay? This is where you put down your phone and you cut out your distractions. <laughs> and so like I think as we were working together, I, you know, I have my, I still keep my, my paper planner and I, you know, had my like list of things I wanted to do every day. Like, and I think I wrote meditation in my planner every day for like five years before I actually did it every day, Uh (laughs) you know, and I have that insight timer app on my phone and I know you use it. Is it calm? Okay. Uh, So, you know, finding what works for you to, to cut out the distraction and, my last yoga training, I went to the the instructor, God bless her. She was so wonderful, but she was like, meditation is not listening to someone else in a guided meditation. Meditation is not distracting yourself with calming music. And and she's like, meditation is sitting still. Mm. And I was like, okay. So then I became (laughs) using, like, then it just was like, I'm using the timer on insight timer. I'm not, doing a guided meditation i'm not listening to music i am just sitting mm. and i was like oh but i but i would have been practicing it long enough that it didn't feel abnormal for me to do that and so it's not like that's the journey that's the balance right like start small you know mm-hmm. start by paying attention when you brush your teeth <laughs> yes or paying attention when you make your coffee or paying attention during your run like you know use yeah. what you have but write it down plan it out you know because like you're mm-hmm. not going to feel Like doing some of this stuff, but if you write it down, to to cross it off to make it part of your day, have a commitment with yourself. Yes, to do it. Yes. Yes. And some of us, you know, like I think I feel like you and I are naturally disciplined people. I know that a lot of people, like my my partner, is not naturally disciplined, so it's that you know, (laughs) it's just like leadership. Like you're you naturally a leader, or you work really hard at being a leader.
0: I, yeah it's like what's the game that you want to play yes right and and yeah. play and, and play that game there are some outreaches that I want to do that I've been meaning to do for a couple of weeks now for my work so I told my accountability partner uh, on Monday like I'm, I'm sending out one a day and will you support me in that like you'll be looking for a text from me saying, that it, that it went out. Right. So there was the commitment, like the discipline I'm getting out one a day this week. The, 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 yeah. The game that we, that we choose to play. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's to- probably important to say it's a practice too. Yes. Right. Cause you said you had meditation on your planner every day for five years before it was happening every day yeah. without fail.
1: And now, I mean, I could have gotten really down on myself. Right. But it's that choice. Is that choice like I wasn't beating myself up to the point where I thought I was like paddling upstream. I knew I needed it. I knew I wanted it. I just needed a little more accountability. And it, with me in leadership, I was like paddling upstream and it was it was just like a fight. I didn't want to, I didn't want to play the game anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I stepped back. Yeah. We were commitment I
0: to ourselves. Right. Because you knew it served you. Mm-hmm. I, so I am going to, yeah. I'm,
1: it's you know, it's I'm like intentionally making, it, it could be as easy as like, I make sweet potatoes because I know they're better for me, but I'd rather eat a regular potato. Yeah. And so I just alternate. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> I don't love sweet potatoes, but they're good for me. <laughs> oh, So now you're alternating,
0: which makes me, which makes me feel like, like, like that's going back to the other side, like balance or yes. compassion mm-hmm. or right. <laughs> like non-excess.
1: Yep. It's all, it's all. Connected. Yeah. And number nine is svadhyaya. It's very um, it's a very fun word, but it means yes. self-study, inner exploration. So that I love, I love this. And my mom was so good at this. Mm. Um, we call it beginner's mind. Yeah. Or having just being curious and yeah, the awe and wonder that my mom had for sunsets. Like mm we'll never forget it. I love being a student. I love being a yoga student. I love being a student of life. I love learning from you. I love learning from everybody. I come across like everybody has somebody, something to teach you.
0: Yeah. And it and intentionally, I mean, I know I'm intentionally putting myself in situations where I do get to be on a learning and development journey. Elizabeth, you'll appreciate this. I went and bought the hiking poles last night and Jake was with me because we had um, shopped for his uh, graduation, eighth grade graduation suit before that. But we were at, I was at REI for over an hour, like figuring out the poles and then figuring out how to get them attached to a camelback or a hydration vest and and learning how to use these, learning how to tuck them away. And
1: yeah, good job.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. And will continue <laughs> to be interesting.
1: <laughs> Number ten, Isvara Pradhyana Pr- Pranidama. No, I'm still not. I'm still not saying it right. It means surrender. Okay, <laughs> surrender, surrender. Um, We're not saying the
0: term right. We're going to surrender <laughs> to that.
1: <laughs> so my new yogi that I follow is Travis Elliot, one of Brian Kest's students. And he and his wife Lauren Ekstrom have this amazing streaming service called Inner Dimension TV. So I, I'm not being paid by them to promote. <laughs> um, but the thing, one of the things that just really hit home, I did, I do a lot of his challenges, and his favorite thing to say is one of his favorite things to say: "What you resist persists, mm-hmm. and what you embrace, you move through with grace." Number 10 is kind of like that enlightenment. Like, it's kind of like you might reach it, but you might spend your whole life trying to reach it. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Surrender mm-hmm. the, you know, it's, it's kind of like that goal, the the pie in the sky, the, the top, the pinnacle. feels, just, feels
0: aspirational.
1: Yes. We're moving towards it. Moments.
0: Yeah. That feels like acceptance at a whole new level.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. That's a good way to say it.
0: Yeah. The niyamas. Mhm. Let me re- review the niyamas and again inviting everyone to look for themselves, right? Well, what will be some guidance that you would like to turn to inside of yourself in I was going to, you know, say in moments of need, but like like really in 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 any moments. Um, six is inner wisdom, the right intention, the right action. Um, that is really making me think about like our, yeah, our, our own, when things happen, you know, often we talk in business about postmortems, right. And processing how things went, what did we learn? What went well, what didn't, what do we want to take from that? Doing that with ourselves and our own journeys and our own experiences, right? What what are our lessons learned from our own wisdom? I love that. Not always we get into looking at like we've got to like follow what the latest guru said on whatever. What do you say? You're a guru in your own life. What do you say about it? Um, Mm -hmm. Seven, contentment, relax with what Mm -hmm. is. This is where i put in the word acceptance like accepting what's so Keep fighting against it doesn't doesn't serve us eight is a self-discipline cutting out distractions what's the commitment to yourself that you know is going to make a difference nine self-study inner exploration curiosity right choose like where in your life do you want to take on a beginner's mindset Right and be be open to learning and growing and seeing things in new ways. And ten, surrender. Because what you resist persists, and what you embrace,
1: you move through with grace.
0: You move through with grace. Ah, this has been lovely. Thank you for your preparation for this, Elizabeth. And um, I know that you model this in your life and are committed to creating for yourself what works for you and therefore works for those around you and the environments that you're in. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today
1: thank you it's 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 my take on the yoga wisdom and I, I i hope it's not super overwhelming for people and that they you know as i've listened to your podcast previously like they find that their own aha moment somewhere in these 10 philosophies that that really sparks a new direction or some sort of inspiration for their own lives or their own business or
0: yeah. That's your, that's your call to action. Listeners choose your Yama or Niyama, right. To, to, to practice or, or a combination thereof. Choose just in a... this moment,
1: what's going to serve you. And it all starts with awareness. So like you didn't, before you listened to this podcast, you had no idea what these were. And now we've kind of walked you through them and, and just having that awareness in your life, like, that's where it starts.
0: Lovely. Thank you so much, Elizabeth.
1: Thanks for having me. This was super fun.
0: My pleasure.
1: Thank you for listening to the Courage
0: of a Leader podcast. If you'd like to further explore this episode's topic, please reach out to me through the Courage of a Leader website at www.courageofaleader.com. I'd love to hear from you please take the time to leave a review on iTunes. That helps us expand our reach and get more people fully stepping into their leadership potential. Until next time, be bold and be brave because you've got the courage of a leader.